Hello, everyone. Hello. I'm Twyla. I'm an author. I'm a speaker. I'm a radio host. I'm a life coach. I'm Coach Twyla, the Get Your Happy Back Divorce Coach. Thank you all so very much for tuning in tonight. And listen, today's show is going to be phenomenal. I have an amazing guest with me, but today's show is our happy divorce. Have you or anyone you know experienced divorce like myself? I'm a 14-year post-divorcee now. And if you have, we know that divorce is typically very, very contentious and stressful, right? So regardless of who initiated the divorce, it can be very, very contentious. Well, today my special guest has an amazing story and he is here to share with us about his story, his happy divorce story. So right now I'd like to welcome my special guest, Mr. Ben Heflon to Divorce Talk with Twyla. Hi, Ben. There Hi, you Twyla. are. <laughs> How are you? Hey, we figured it out. Yes. <laughs> Yes, yes. I'm so glad and excited to have you on Divorce Talk with Twyla show. It's a privilege, it's an honor, and definitely a pleasure for you to be here to share your story. And with the guests, uh, as a guest, and the listeners and viewers are ready to hear from you on tonight. So Ben, if you would just introduce yourself and share with our viewers a little bit about your story and who you are, what you do, and as much information as you want to share, the floor is yours. Wow. Well, thank yeah. you, first of all, uh, for having me on. Um, I, I think we talked a couple of months ago and, and immediately sort of had a connection um, and, and love what you're doing. Um, I, I do have to say that I, I feel a little naked here tonight. Um, as you know, our happy divorce uh, isn't just me. Uh, it's my ex-wife, <clears throat> Nikki uh, DeBartolo, who unfortunately couldn't be here um to, to, to do this with me and she's uh since we put out the book and we, we've been doing this thing she's been right alongside with me the whole time and and the reason that we have a happy divorce uh mm -hmm. and we can sit here and talk about it for like you 14 years later we were exactly yeah. 14 years uh divorced yeah. uh is because it took two of us um and it took just like it took two of us to ruin our marriage or to end our marriage, it took two of us to make our post-divorce happy, uh, happy divorce. And uh, so she's not here. Um, no. so, and we but, miss her. But, yes. Yeah, we miss her. But don't worry, I won't talk too bad about her. Uh, we her, <laughs> her. But if she were here, I would talk bad about her. But she could be here to defend herself. Um, <laughs> but, you know, our, our, our um, marriage ended like so many others uh, and so many others that are contentious. Um, and it had, I think, all divorces sort of are a petri dish and an opportunity for a high conflict uh, divorce because they're dealing with so many emotions, uh, you know, so many of the negative emotions of fear, hurt, loneliness, uh, unknown, uncertainty. Uh, and and that, that causes a lot of problems in people's lives. And when decisions are made, you know, off of those uh, emotions, I think, is when divorce uh, can can get very contentious and high conflict. And and, and Nick and I, um, you know, we ended our marriage. It it, it didn't end on a winning streak. Uh, it, it, how it ended or why it ended doesn't really matter um, right. uh, to us, uh, because one of the reasons that we can talk about 
our happy divorce to be on the show is because we didn't we stopped making decisions off of whose fault it was or who did what or who's uh, you know who ended the marriage or and we were able to move forward and, and I think one of the secrets to you know what we did was we dealt with that emotional side of it first. Um, mm -hmm. I, I, I was a child of a high conflict divorce. Um, wow. Uh, growing up in, in, in the eighties, you know, 13 years old. And, yeah. um, you know, I think there was only really one way of doing it. Uh, and that was general warfare. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and, and unfortunately kids in my experience, uh, my brothers and sisters and I became the collateral damage, you know, wow. uh, of that war. And, uh, it was a terrible place, uh, to grow up in terrible environment, terrible space mm -hmm. to grow up in. Um, mm -hmm. and yet even with all that, and that experience, when Nikki and I broke up or decided to end our marriage, and this should, you know, I hope to show people the power of these emotions that we're talking about is that I was still yeah. willing, that I was still willing to, to uh, you know, take my son, our son through that process because I went out, my first phone call was to a, uh, you know, well-researched lawyer, you know, the best mm -hmm. lawyer in the town we lived in. And, and I told him what I wanted and that was to destroy Nikki and so on and so forth. So blindly mm -hmm. and, and not tapping into the experience that I had it was with a kid as a kid, as I was going to put Asher, our son on, on my back and take him down that same path. Wow. Um, and, you know, luckily this lawyer wrote up this, um, you know, I call it War and Peace game plan, destruction, mm -hmm. Nikki destruction, you know, 30 pages. Um, yeah. And uh, I started reading it. We, you know, it was in my backpack for about two weeks, didn't read it. And I was on a red eye back from uh, L.A. to Florida and I took it out. And I don't know what it was. Right. I don't know what, if it was because it was three in the morning or the, the, <laughs> the, the those uh, uh, LED, not even LED, but those light bulbs on the airplane or yeah. people snoring next to me. I don't know what it was, but I, I, I started reading it and I only got about two pages into it. And at that moment, for the first time in my life, in a, oh, not the first time in my life, but the first time in a long time, I was mm -hmm. able to get honest with myself mm -hmm. uh, and also tap into that experience, you know, that I had as a kid. And, and I realized that there's no way that this could all be Nikki's fault. There's just no way in the history of the, uh, you know, wow. human relationships that, you know, when, when a relationship ends and it's one person's fault. Exactly. Um, and then the second part of it is it was the understanding and, and the awareness that I knew where this movie ended. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I knew through my own experience as, as a kid growing up, I knew what, what it was going to mean for our son. So I just had to find a different way. And, and wow. I put the thing away. I didn't, you know, I didn't read any more, but, you know, a couple pages, mm -hmm. put it away and then called, uh, you know, him on Monday and said, thank you, but no, thank you. Um, and then the second call, uh, was actually the call that I recommend that everybody make instead of the first call to the lawyer. And okay. that was to a therapist, you know, and, and, Perfect. and right. And, and today, you know, we didn't have the resources that are available today. Um, but, or there might've been, but I just maybe didn't look, you know, I knew it was therapy, uh, but mm -hmm. order coach or just somebody just to help me, you know, call balls and strikes and figure out what, you know, what was going on and, and, and to work on my side of the street. And Nikki, if she were sitting here too, she would say that she did the same thing. Wow. Um, and, uh, you know, that's where the foundation sort of our, of our happy divorce uh, started was, you know, working on the emotional side of it um, mm -hmm. and dealing with our part and taking accountability. 
Um, and then, you know, I called Nikki one day and I asked her to coffee and, uh, you know, I had to clean up, I had to do some repair because I had yeah. figured out during therapy, um, the, the sobering, uh, realization that I wouldn't want to be married to me either. You know, wow. that I wasn't, that I wasn't the man, I wasn't the father, I wasn't the person that I had, you know, imaged in my head and, and, you know, it was too easy for me to point the finger at Nikki and say it was all her fault. It was all her fault. Wow. Uh, and uh, so I had to make repair and I, you know, I called her a coffee and I, I made amends to her. And um, look, it, at that moment after, you know, and she actually apologized to me too. And she had done some work and um, look, it, we didn't walk out of that coffee shop with, uh, you know, roses and sunshine and, and everything was perfect, but there just was, you know, you, there was just some room, some space all of a sudden, you know, when you're going, mm -hmm. you have something going on in your life and you have that weight on your chest and yes. it just feels like the elephant sitting on your chest. All of a sudden that elephant was lifted and there was just, a, it was, it was easier to breathe. Yeah. Um, and, and so that's sort of what, you know, our, our, our happy divorce was based on is accountability uh, and, and forgiveness and just a tad of compassion. Wow. Oh my gosh, Ben, you said so much. I'm over here taking notes because <laughs> I want to go back to a couple of things. And right. um, me being a life coach, you know, that's what I do is out on, out on the side. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I tell along with your that, other many hats, right? <laughs> yes. I tell people that as well. Get in some therapy. Yeah. Yes. You may make the first phone call maybe to an attorney because you're emotionally wrapped up and wanting to end the marriage or what have you, or, but therapy is so important. Self-care, right? Because you just said a minute ago about you had to take some accountability. There's no way it could just be one person's fault. And that's so true. The marriage does not end just by one person. You Both parties play some part in it, right? Regardless if we want to admit it or not. And we're not going to go through reasons why this right. isn't the, this type of uh, conversation. But if we have folks listening that may feel like it was all the other person's fault. No, no, no. What role did you play in it? Right. There was right. some role that we all played in a marriage ending. And then secondly, you talked about apology, uh, the apology and forgiveness. That is so imperative. Being able to forgive, and that doesn't happen overnight, right, Ben? That's no. a process. <laughs> that, 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 saying you're sorry uh, is the easy part, right? Acting and changing behaviors is the hard part. And, and, and you know, so many times Nikki and I had this pattern or this dynamic where something would happen, she'd apologize, I'd apologize, mm -hmm. or you know, whatever, but nothing changed, right? And, and, and so saying you're sorry. Uh, I'm sure she had trepidation or, or a little guard up when I did yeah, um, and, and vice versa. But there was just something different about that moment, you know, and, and yeah. I do want to just have a little side note here uh, that yeah. there's stuff outside of our pay grade. Uh, when I say that it's two people's fault uh, or, you know, two people mm -hmm. are, you know, uh, have, a, have, a, have a part in it. There yeah. are some you know, uh, asterisks, you know, sexual abuse, physical abuse that just are outside, you know, our, our, our realm of what we're talking about here. So I think. Absolutely. Thank you for that side note. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And, and so, you know, the, 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 uh, you know, what marriage affairs, neglect, you know, whatever it is, like 
yes, somebody does something, somebody backs out, somebody acts in whatever it might be, but there's a reason for that. And it's not a justification of right. behavior, right? It, I didn't, or she didn't forgive me for any behavior. She didn't, I didn't forgive her for any behavior, you know, uh, but we couldn't move forward if we had didn't clean up the wreckage of what each other, what each of us had done, you know, during our marriage. Right. Right. And you definitely didn't want your son, like you stated, you were a product of a very toxic contentious divorce and you did not want your son to be in that same environment. So. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, it, it, it caused, uh, again, not blaming my parents, but you know what 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 it did for me, and hopefully, uh, you know the viewers who who are watching this or will watch this will understand that um, I was 12 years old. You know, my parents came and they sat us down at the uh, kitchen table and they said, "Mom and Dad are getting divorced," and there was an event. That was the event. Wow. Um, unfortunately, nothing followed the event. Right, there was no space uh for us as children my you know i was the second oldest so there was two behind me and one uh, uh, ahead of me mm -hmm. uh there was no space for us for us to express our truth there was no okay. space for us to express how we felt in this and, and uh parents are getting divorced and that was it mom's gonna live here dad's gonna live here you're gonna spend wednesdays with dad and every other weekend with dad you know good luck so at, as a child Mm -hmm. You know, I, these feelings were new, right? I didn't know how to mm -hmm. be, deal with these with, with these feelings, so uh, I learned how to internalize, and I internalized them. And I was like, "Hmm, this isn't good. This is bad. This yeah. doesn't feel good. This feels bad." Um, and I turned that into, "I must be bad." Mm. Um, and you know, it, it had something to do with me. And and whenever I would try to speak my truth or, or, or express how I felt. It was quickly shut down by, oh, you don't know what your dad has put me through. You don't know what I'm going through. You don't know what mom's put me through. And, and, and so it is wow. a really, really crappy. And I use that word, uh, yeah. you know, there's many other words I could use, but, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, place to grow up in. So I, I, you know, I was able luckily to, 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 to tap into that. I mean, to, to, to even, Though for a minute there, I and that's the power of what we're dealing with. This power of these emotions and why they need to be dealt with by therapists, by coaches, by because with all that being said, all that stuff I just said about my experience as a kid, mm -hmm. I was still going to bring my son through that same hell. Yeah, like a cycle, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Because that's what you experience and. Your son was about to go through it again, but the same thing. And mm -hmm. no. And he would have. Go ahead. Yeah, and he would have. I mean, that's, you know, yeah. there, there's no escaping uh, uh, for children a high conflict divorce. No, not at all. Not at all. Wow, wow, wow. So, Ben, I want to ask you this. Uh, we might have folks listening and they, they use kids, they use the children as pawn and um, what is your dad doing? What is your mom doing? All that kind of stuff. What kind of advice or recommendations or suggestions that you would tell people that may be in that space? Um, because they are in a situation where they're going through a contentious divorce and they're not where you are just yet. But right. what can you um, tell them? 
Well, I think first it's important to realize that I I don't think anybody's doing it. Um, And that's one thing that I had to realize with my Mm -hmm. own parents' divorce. Uh, Nobody's doing it intentionally. Nobody's, you know, after my parents sat us down at the kitchen table and told us that they were getting divorced, they didn't excuse us and then sit down and say, okay, how are we going to screw up our kids' lives the rest of their lives? Right? Like, how are we going to, how are we going to cause their pain? Right? Yeah, so it's, it, it's not premeditated. So I under because I was going through it. So I understand how people do it. Um, but but um, I think it's important to under to understand that um, our kids didn't pick the restaurant. They didn't mm-hmm. order the wine. They didn't mm-hmm. order the food. Um, you know, they didn't order the dessert and so on and so forth. Uh, and yet they get stuck with the emotional bill. They get stuck with the bill to pay. Mm-hmm. And and it's and it's just not um, when they had no choice. They had no choice. Like uh, my son, myself, I had no choice uh, in in any of the proceedings. <laughs> Whether right. you know, Asher, our son, didn't choose for Nikki and I to meet. He didn't choose for us to get married. You know, to have him to get divorced. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet, so many times, kids get held holding the emotional bill. And, and I think for Nikki and I. Um, what we did right looking back on it and again mm-hmm. we're not doctors we're not there or not yeah. a but i think it's important to say that we're not you know therapists lawyers doctors uh we're just people who seem to have gotten it right and and, and are just sharing our experience so i think yeah. what nikki and i what, what nikki and i did right um and 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 you know maybe this might sound a little harsh to people who, who are going through it um but we put on our big boy pants you know, we put on our, mm, you know, we, good. We, we, we swallowed our pride. We yes. swallowed our ego. Um, and we truly did what was best for us, realize, or what was best for Asher, realizing that he didn't have any choice in this. He was an innocent bystander. Yeah. Um, and, and, and so uh, after the coffee shop meeting, after, you know, we sort of, you know, worked out our, 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 uh, our, our, our divorce arrangement. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, like I said, put on our big boy pants and, and we would, we say, and this is our clinical, you know, this is as far as our clinical studies go is we faked mm-hmm. it until we made it, you know, that, that, that <laughs> not a clinical saying, but we, uh, you know, if Asher had a school event, if he had a play, if he had a sporting event, we would sit next to each other. You know, because that was important to me because I remember after wow. you know a play or after, you know, one of my sporting events is mom would be sitting over here and dad would be sitting in Siberia. You know, they couldn't sit. They could be sitting further apart from each other. Right. That and, was and my it, experience then. Right? And <laughs> my let me tell you the experience of, of, of a kid. Yeah. You know, having to walk over and think to myself, OK, I think I said hi to dad. I think I went over to dad first last time. So I should go over to mom, right? Mm-hmm. Or I, or did I go over to mom first? I can't, oh God, I can't remember. And so Nikki and I sat, you know, did little things like sat next to each other at Asher's events. So when he mm-hmm. came over, you know, mom and dad were smiling, not really, probably, <laughs> probably really awkwardly. And, you know, uh, yeah. it, it hadn't turned into that making it part, but, but we just, you know, put aside our stuff. Wow. Our feelings, our emotions, our, you know, maybe not liking each other that much at that point uh, aside mm-hmm. and, and truly put Asher as our North Star and our guiding light. And then somewhere along the line, 
uh, you know, I can't tell you when any particular moment, like I can't be specific, like the plane, uh, you know, uh, moment of clarity, but uh-huh. it switched, you know, wow. it switched into making it. And then I realized that I kind of like her, you know, and then I realized mm-hmm. that, you know what, I love this woman. And here we are 14 years later and, and, and talking about our happy divorce. Wow. That is an amazing story. Wow. 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 Oh my goodness. That just gives me chills. I remember when we first talked, I thought, oh my gosh, that is amazing. I love it. And going back to the child part. Yeah. It it places the kid in a situation, in a compromised situation, really, because it's like, okay, mom and dad, I know they're divorced. Um, I I'm over here with mom and now I'm over here with that. So yeah, same. My when my son Ben mm-hmm. played football, he played football from Pee Wee all the way up through high school. And when it happened, we his dad and I got divorced. I was like your parents and way across the mm-hmm. sometimes I even sat on the opposing team side. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, isn't that crazy? Right. <laughs> Just right. to be as far away from him as possible. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, you know what, this is crazy. And so I, I I started doing things a little different too. And I thought, this is insane. Well, you know, but like you said, we fake it till you make it and you, it just changes. And some people may be listening or viewing this not now or later thinking, wow, that a light bulb just went off for them. Because the yeah, or- that is powerful. Right. Or the other side of it. And I completely understand and, and want to acknowledge it that they're sitting there going, yeah, they're full of crap. Like there's no way. Or they're saying, you know, they might be saying, yeah, but my ex is this or my ex is that. And and believe me, like this is where, you know, this this if that's the thought process, this is a land of, you know, uh, rainbow waterfalls and unicorns. Right. To some yeah. people of, of, of like the unbelievable. And, and, and I think it's important to say that if you had told us 14 years ago uh, that I would be sitting here on a, what, a you know, Tuesday, Monday night talking to you about a book that I wrote with Nikki called Our Happy Divorce and, and this life that we live, I would have told you you're out of your mind. I would have been that person. I would have been that person listening to this you know, podcast or, the, or this live stream going, no way. This guy's full of crap. Like he's trying to sell books or, you know, the, the, yeah. there's no way it can be real. Right. And, and so. Right. You know, I just want to hope people leave some space for possibility, right? Some space for uh, realize that this was a 14 year journey. This didn't happen overnight. This was years of, you know, like I said, sitting at uh, games and sitting at plays and or whatever it is, a drop offs and just, mm-hmm. you know, putting on our big boy pants, our fake smiles, you yeah. know, and everything else and just say it's not about us. It's not about you know, uh, our feelings right now. This is about our son. This is about somebody we, you know, made a conscious decision to bring into this world. Uh, right. And, uh, you know, 14 years later, yes, it is real. I'm not lying. I don't need to be here, you know, <laughs> Monday night, you know. No. And, and, and so, you know, we are, you know, selling hope and, uh, you know, th- that's it. That just maybe leaves some space from the possibility of, of, of possibility. Yeah, it, it can happen. And folks, it does happen. Ben, how old was Asher? He said it's he, been 14 years. He, yeah, he was he was four, um, okay. around four. Um, so he's 18 he, now. He's 18 years All old. Right. Now. And, uh, you know, he, he is beyond uh, just a great kid. And I think, 
you know, because of the divorce, one thing that we did with him, which, which I would encourage mm -hmm. families to do just from my own experience, uh, as growing up, I, I think I, I told the story of the event yeah. was told to us and then there was nothing. We've always tried to give Asher because of my experience and, you know, mm -hmm. communication with Nikki, um, space for him yeah. to t speak his truth. And when things are know. tough, you know, we, we, we got him into therapy, um, you know, because he was four and whether you're four or 14, right. there's still feelings that are or 18 or 25 or whatever. Yeah. And when your parents break up, it's hard um, and it's confusing. Um, and especially for somebody of his age. So we've always given him space uh, to speak his truth or, or, you know, to say what he wants or what he needs. And some of that stuff is hard. You yeah. know, even even today, like I think it was Saturday night, he said, I want to spend, you know, I want to sleep tonight at mom's because uh, Chad, Nikki's husband and him, we're going to watch a movie. Right. And yeah. instead of, oh, hell no, that's my day, you know, yeah. what you, or making him feel guilty about wanting to go over, I go, great. You know, we'll just get together tomorrow. Now, I'm not some spiritual giant, Twilight. Like, this isn't something that just landed softly on me. And this is 14 years later. Like, it was hard. It's hard to hear that. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be completely, you know, inauthentic if I didn't say that still burns. Yeah. But, 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 but it's not about me. It's right. Not, yeah. And so he's able to say that. He's able to, you know, three years ago, uh, we were on a fishing trip. Uh, and he, 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 out of nowhere, he says, you know, this divorce is hard on me. Wow. And let me, well, this is the, 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 the reaction of the ego. And this is, wow. this will tell you the difference, right? Of the uh -huh, two reactions. Uh -huh. At least the thought, I didn't say this, but the thought was, you have no idea, you ungrateful little, you know what, of what a hard divorce is. Right. Wow. But I was able to sort of stop, you know, before I reacted and yeah. just, you know, live his experience because it is tough yeah as as, as great as it, we, you know nikki and i have it as great as you know the divorce could be it's called our happy divorce right it's still not his choice it's still <laughs> if it were up to him we would still be together right if it were up to him he wouldn't have to go to another house every four or five days he wouldn't right. have to forget his books even though we live five houses down from each other but he you know wow. it just just logistics yeah of divorce are hard, yeah. hard on a child mm -hmm. so but but the, but the beautiful thing of this that story uh, is not my reaction, but but the fact that he was able to speak his truth, wow. and he's been doing that for you know fourteen years now because we've given him that 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 space. That is awesome, and so many people may not, and mm -hmm. um, kids need to be able to speak their truth and. Therapy, therapy is, oh gosh, I say that word 1,000 times a day, it seems like. You know why? <laughs> therapy is it, so it important. Works. It really works. It does work. Yeah. It does work. And not only on you, but it works on them as well. You know, yeah. and because it, behaviors change, your behavior change, their behavior is eventually going to change. It may not happen overnight. It, it doesn't happen overnight. Right. So, right. Wow, yeah, wow. I mean, you know, when, when not given that opportunity, and I, again, this is just my experience, but uh, because I wasn't given that opportunity, uh, you know, I, I talked about this is bad. And I yeah. turned that into I must be bad, which turned into I'm broken, which wow. turned into, you know, me walking away around my life 
uh, with this feeling of brokenness that I was wrong. There was something wrong with me, you know, and that led mm -hmm. to uh, it, not led to because I believe that I already I, it was there. I just sort of, you know, my parents divorced, maybe add a little sprinkle, a uh, miracle grow to it. But the disease of alcohol and drug addiction, you know, and, and wow. um, you know, I quickly learned how I could use the divorce in my, you know, sort of, you know, my criminal mind, if you will. And, you know, mm -hmm. I knew they weren't talking. Uh, so I use them, you know, what time does mom let you stay out? Oh, two. Oh, well, stay out till three. Right. Because they weren't parenting from parent of the year. They were parenting from a position of favorite parent. Right. Or right. when it came to allowance. Um, and so my, you know, disease accelerated, uh, you know, until, you know, I was lucky to get sober at a pretty at 21 years old. But, you know, that, that that's some of the effects that can that can happen on kids, you know, yeah. uh, and, yeah. and for me. That's how I dealt with this feeling of brokenness or this feeling of something's wrong with me uh, is, is, you know, I guess I had a uh, spiritual problem that I tried to find a chemical solution to for many years. It didn't work. It didn't work. No, no. a lot of people turn yeah. that way. To They internalize it and they, you know, like you said, turn to alcohol, drugs or anything just to suppress their feelings or to deal with that, that they're going through. So, wow, yeah, wow, wow. Yeah. Wow, Ben, my goodness. Well, folks, this has been an amazing conversation, uh, Ben. And I, I just wanted you to share with people how they can connect with you. I know you're out there all, you and Nikki are on social media. You've got a book. Y'all are just doing some amazing things and helping so many people that you may not even know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, everything, you know, is at Our Happy Divorce. Um, you know, we have a website. Uh, we have the book. Uh, I just told you the book. Uh, you know, so basically, you know, it's about putting on your big boy pants, showing accountability and, and, and some repair uh, and, uh, you know, putting your kids first and what it looks like to put your kids first. I think that, you know, at least I could find myself when I was in the space before. Mm -hmm. uh, using, uh, manipulating that for what's best for Asher or what's best for our son when really it was what was best for me. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and, and I just encourage people to have the understanding that there's two sides, two pieces of divorce. Uh, mm -hmm. there's the emotional side, uh, and then there's the business side, right? Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, what Nikki and I did right is we dealt with the emotional side first before we got into the business side. And, and so that's, you know, a lot of our social media is, is to give people tips on what we did. It, it doesn't mean it's going to work for everybody, but if right. you walk away from this or anything we do with just a little bit of hope, um, then, then, then we've done our jobs and it's not our jobs, by the way, <laughs> you know, we're not, this isn't a career for us. Um, but, but we are there to help people. And if you need, uh, have any questions, you can reach out to us, you know, on social media, again, everything uh, at our happy divorce. Awesome. 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 I love it. You worked on you first and then dealt with the business side because once you dealt with the business side, the emotions had calmed down significantly. That is awesome. Right. And that is where happy, your happy divorce came from. So, right. And our happy divorce is just really also just say that it doesn't, you know, I think what we've learned over these, uh, you know, past couple of years is mm -hmm. our happy divorce looks like it, uh, what it did for Nikki and I, but it also can look in so many shapes, sizes and different yeah. ways. But the bottom line uh, of what in our minds, what makes a happy divorce is 
if you're not handing your child the emotional bill or your children the emotional bill for them to pay for your adult decisions. So awesome. Love that. Love that. Love that. Well, Ben, thank you so very much for being with me on tonight. And it's been an amazing conversation. And I'm sure if people watching it now or later, we'll gain something from this conversation. So thank you so much. And don't forget, Ben and Nikki are out there at, at Our Happy Divorce on social media. Thank you for having me, Twilight. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Have a good one. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Wow, y'all. That was an amazing conversation tonight. So guess what? Next week is the last episode for the season. I am doing a solo show and I'm going to wrap up a lot of shows. My goodness, been doing this since um, July, right? And there's a lot of information, a lot of amazing guests that were on the show that talked so many good things and so many great conversations and so many topics. So that's next week. It's just me. And don't forget, there will be giveaways and more. So don't miss it. So until next week, this is Coach Twyla, the Get Your Happy Back Divorce Coach. Divorce Talk with Twyla is out.